Hello and welcome to episode 401 of Sprickens A Geek. I'm Bat. And I'm Hammer. And this is our Week in Geek. This week we saw movies in the theater. Yeah, we, we saw movies. movies. Yeah. Yeah, plural. I saw two in one day. <laughs> Did you, Now, I have a question. Did you see two in one day because you're going to or because I had mentioned that I had already gotten one of them, one of them down I was going to see the other? No, we, I was going to see A Quiet Place. Yeah. And we were going to see Cruella. Um, I was going to see Quiet Place on Friday, but the, the closest time, or, or I had to put the kid to bed, and by the time I put the kid to bed, the next closest time was like 8.30, Yeah, and I didn't have, she was in bed until like 8.20, and I wouldn't make it. I gotcha. And then Saturday, um, Sarah was gone doing hair stuff all day, so I couldn't do it Saturday. Yeah. Um... And then by the time she got home Saturday night, I just didn't want to go out. So Sunday morning, I woke up, yeah, went and saw the movie, came home, we hung out, went to Disney store, went and saw Cruella. Did she go see it with you? <laughs> she went and saw okay, Cruella good. with me, yeah. Good, good. She wanted to see Cruella. I really didn't. Yeah. Um, so much so that I was like, do we want to just stay home and watch it type of thing? And yeah. she's like, no, let's go to the theater. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Um, yeah, so we're going to... We'll go through our streaming, or I'm sorry, we'll, we'll go through our spoiler-filled and spoiler-free reviews of those, mm -hmm. kind of go back to... Uh, Stuff that we haven't done in a while. Yeah, way over a year, so this is going to be interesting. It's been a while. Um, been a while. <laughs> we will get to our spoiler-filled review of Invincible at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. We will get to our review of Army of the Dead. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll do some nerd news. But before we do all of that... Have you had even like a millisecond to play any games? I mean, I played, I installed Into the Deep and I watched the beginning intro and then I got distracted and had to go do other stuff. But I want to play through that one a little bit. But I played, I played through Persona again. I'm still, I'm in this long stretch of the game. And I think that's maybe also why my motivation to go into it is kind of a little bit low. Is that it's, if you're following the guides that I'm doing, like, which is a very completionist, like nerdy guide. Right. Um, <clears throat> there's this long stretch where you finish one. You finish one of the palaces, and then you essentially have nothing but your grinding rapport, like basically your reputation and stuff like that, which is your confident levels. That's all I'm doing. There's no fighting going on. It's just a lot of grinding, a lot of social stuff. So it's basically back to back to back to back to back to back, like um, cinematics or something like right, that. Right, just talking to somebody. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm ready to, to fight. I know I'm following the guide for a certain reason, stuff like that. I'm like... Mm -hmm. But, like, that's where my motivation's going on. So i just been... I grinded a bit more there. I downloaded a new game. I told you I was literally debating whether or not I want to buy one of the island Dead Island games. Because right. I've been craving that. I mean, I can let you borrow um, Dying Light, which is pretty much Dead Island. Is it? I mean, it's it's parkour zombie killing. Uh, it's the same It's the same guys that did die, Dead Island. Oh, okay. See, the parkour part is the part that makes me feel like... You remember the game Breakout? Or Breakdown? No. It was a uh, game on Xbox, and it was like first-person shooter puncher. I'll remember there's a lot of camera movement. It got me sick really easy. Interesting. Um, but uh, I did start watching through, because I got a free Apple Plus account for a little while. Um, I started watching through Mythic Quest on that, which is their comedy about a game studio and stuff like that. It's, oh, okay. It's got a lot of, tea, like, basically what YouTube personalities and stuff like that. Mm. Um it's it's not bad. Easy to easily it's easy to just blow through and mainline a little bit because I'm almost I've finished the first season pretty quick, but they're like short thirty minute episodes and stuff. 
I really actually want to get into, I think, the next we do a review, or next time we do a movie, I want to do one of the movies that's on there, though, the Tom Hanks one. Okay. I forgot that that's one of the ones that I really want to see, because yeah. I like Tom Hanks regardless. But that's all I've done, is watch, downloaded a new game, but I haven't played one yet. <laughs> okay. What about you, sir? Uh, I downloaded Maneater, but it just got it today, so I haven't had a chance to play it yet. That's oh, the shark that the... game. Oh, I thought it was PS5 only. No. It's a oh. wide it's a wide game. Hmm. So, uh, I'll... Uh, Game Pass? Yeah, Game oh, Pass okay. on that. So I'll, I'll get to playing that soon, because I want to play that really bad. stupid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, played a little bit more of Octopath Traveler, just doing side quests and stuff. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it that I've played. I haven't played a lot. I had to play some uh, Battlefront 2, but only to get like costumes for painting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's really it for, for playing. I really wanted the damn um, the thirty pound thirty dollar uh, expansion pack for Division Two to be on sale or something because mm. I, I was looking at it but I'm like I'm not at this point I, I don't play pay Division full price. enough yeah um, yeah I get it if it's like ten bucks or something like that I think I would buy it just to go back and play the game again I I want to play Division again I tried to get our Brochella going and nobody was in so I was just like alright cool <laughs> first time for the bad signal you can try it again don't worry yeah, we'll see like but. Um, yeah, so what we'll go ahead and do is get to our streaming review for this week, which was brought to us by me. I wanted to watch Army of the Dead on Netflix. Did you really, though? Um, it's a Zack Snyder zombie flick. Uh, I think Ocean's Eleven yeah. meets Zack Snyder. Uh, it, Batista's uh, hired to break into... Quarantine to Las Vegas, which has had a zombie break outbreak, uh, to yeah. steal two hundred million dollars from a, or I guess to liberate two hundred million dollars from a safe. Yeah. Um, and he gets to keep fifty million of it to divide however many people. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. There's the plot. Yep. Which I mean, whatever. Um, with the zombies, they've mutated essentially. So you have like an alpha zombie, and if he if he infects you, you turn out smart. Yeah. Um, he has a wife zombie who is pregnant, which I don't like. I don't know how that would work. Yeah. Because they don't age. So like I don't know how a zombie would. Get, I mean, like, the like benefit the, about them putting there is that they don't really have to explain it. Yeah, they were like, it's dead, so don't worry about it. But I'm like, you, this this raises some questions here, buddies. Um, <laughs> it's like, are you going to make this a bigger thing? Because if so... I, they had Siegfried and, and Roy's tiger. Oh, that was um, and, was, you know, the dude get murdered by it because he had a, a, a gay joke, essentially. Because um, they saw the tiger and he said it's perverse... Did you not catch that? No, you didn't catch that. I, d- I would catch the perverse part. Yeah. But what do you mean, gay joke? Well, he's anti-gay. Who is? The dude that got mauled by the tiger. Is he? I thought it was the dude that was replaced by Tig. The dude that got replaced by Tig is not in the movie. Yeah, I know. Tig is in the movie. I didn't realize the other guy okay, was... Okay, let's start at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking in the actor? movie, okay, so there's a character. line yeah. where he's like, oh, that's perverse. Because it's Siegfried and Roy's tiger. Oh, I did not catch that at all. Before. I know you didn't. That's why I, I thought it was just like, "Hey, this shouldn't happen," as in you shouldn't have zombie animals. And I was like, "Okay, no, no, no." He was saying it's pervert. 
Yes. Did not catch that. So <laughs> I'm surprised. I mean, it's kind of not, not right surprised. there. Yeah. It's not not right surprised there, at all. I did like the thing where I was watching. I was like, oh, that is like when you're seeing him, the little mauled parts. I'm like, well, that's, that's fun. <laughs> um, Zack Snyder still loves his slow-mo way more than he should. It's not nearly yeah. as bad as Justice League. Okay, yeah. Uh, where Justice League was an overdose of slow motion. Um, I actually like this movie. I mean, I did too, but I'm actually <laughs> quite surprised that you did. I know, because, like, for some reason, if I have criticism of Zack Snyder, like, it just seems like I can't stand any of his movies, but most of his movies I don't like. Yeah. Um, but he's done two zombie movies, and I've liked both of the zombie movies, and I believe... His Dawn of the Dead remake had intelligent zombies in it, too. I can't remember. There was intelligent zombies in one of the Dawn of the Deads, and I can't Land remember. Land of the Dead is the one that had intelligent zombies. I think zombies. So. With yeah. Leguizamo, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, because that's a, like, so I actually just watched um, Dawn of, like, his Dawn of the Dead remake recently, because I was just craving it. With Bing Rames? Yeah, it's, it's a good fucking movie. Yeah, because he doesn't... Over Zack Snyder, it yeah, like yeah. there, but there's style to it, and there's like the flippant thing with like the music pairings and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're right though. I mean, like I, I liked this movie. It was fun watch. It was literally just like, hey, you're gonna be on a coaster. These are set pieces. You're you know your people are not gonna die, but we're gonna get you to like them maybe just enough so you can feel a little like not like oh I'm so sad you're dead. We're like oh I don't get to see more of you, which is the way I felt when certain characters died. I was like I actually enjoyed X Y Z character. Like even though like the German dude who is like stupid and I loved him though because it was everyone was um I sent a thing to my message to one of my friends is that it reminded me so much of Land of the Dead because Land of the Dead I remember when I first saw it I was like this is basically just a D and D campaign or All Flesh Must Be Eaten which is a zombie D and D um like uh, variant that I'm like it's just that as a campaign you can even see the people that are rolling characters like if you remember. Anything in Land of Dead. There's literally a point midway through the movie where three characters show up. One's a badass female chick. One is a, a female a tall chick. Si- yeah, one badass female um, <laughs> like archetype, like hey, I don't need no man kind of thing. And then you have a big Samoan wrestler dude. And then someone else is like, those are the people who showed up late to the game and got random roles of characters. <laughs> but that's what this movie felt like: is everyone had a role because everyone was an archetype. Like you right. had your little safe cracker and stuff like that. Right. It's a D&D campaign, and there's just people doing survival stuff. It's pretty. There's a few parts where the where the CG was a bit much, but for the most part, I'm like, it was pretty. It was visually it was visually attractive enough where it just kept me going on. Like, I liked the variety of the... The zombies weren't just bland and boring, except for a few times where a bunch of them were bum-rushing. It just felt like a giant wall of... Which you know, is what zombies are. Um, but I liked it. It was... And of course, you have the one person that gets infected that escapes. Yeah, naturally. At the end, I was like, because when he pushed him into the freaking vault, I'm like, oh, he just killed him slower. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was like, well, okay, he's going to just suffocate in the vault now or whatever. But okay. But I I mean, I'm sure in the vault, you would hear the explosion from the nuke. You'd have to get out of there really fast to not be like infected by all the radiation. So like, whatever, we're going to. We're gonna let that go, uh, but but you always have you always have the one person that gets out that yeah spreads the love. Yep, yep. I'm trying to think of. I also really it is a stupid thing, but a part of the movie of just where it just you can see the people bouncing down and they get less and less offered. Like oh yeah, one yeah. Dude gets like, like you want to make twenty thousand dollars. He's like I'll make twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. 
stupid. It was fun. Um, but yeah, I would you have wanted to see this or recommended seeing this in the theater? No. No? No. I no, could see this one. I wouldn't have been sad if I saw it in theater, but I don't think it's any reason to go out and see it. Yeah, like, if I had seen it, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. But I wouldn't have been like, I need to see this in the yeah. theater. Uh, where that's how I felt with Quiet Place. Like, I need to go see this in the theater. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, it was, this movie's fine. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I recommend it to anybody that, yeah. that, that is into either A, Zack Snyder, or B, zombie movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad you did, man. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I was surprised. Yeah, like, for for our next movie, I don't know if we are going to like it, but we're going to watch it. It's going to be The Space Between Us. Um, it's the, again, it looks like uh, a certain looks, like... Is that the kid from The Good Doctor? I don't know. I can't remember, but, like, I, I remember seeing... The he looks like, kind of, has that, like, very pasty complexion kind of thing. I know, like, it looks like a... Who's the one who did, like, The Fault in Our Stars and stuff like that? What's the author? Uh, Nick Sparks? Yeah, it looks it? like a Nick Sparks in movie, yeah. uh, space movie kind of thing. Again, it's on Netflix. We're going to see it, because anything with Mars, I'm fascinated a little bit about. But I'm sure there's not going to be nearly enough about Mars. That I no, it's going to be mostly Earth. Yeah. There's actually a new movie, or there's a new book that the guy who did uh, The Martian came out with that I didn't oh. start listening to. It Interesting. Because he did, uh, what is it, the last one he did before this, he did The Martian, he did Artemis, which is on the moon. And I think this one's in Saturn's Rings. Oh. I don't know, but I, I freaking love the dude, the way the dude writes, so it's on my next list. All right, so if you have anything you want us to watch on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Disney+, Plus, let us know at battenhammer.gmail.com, battenhammer on Twitter, Spragans Geek on Facebook. You can reach me. I'm at Taro Skippy. I'm at Craig Kellis. Make sure to like us, love us, and share us on SoundCloud every Tuesday morning. You going to get that RSS feed? Yeah, done? I was going to think about that today. Because we're, uh, we're paying for that. Yeah. Alright, so we're going to go ahead and get to our um, spoiler-free review of both A Quiet Place Part 2 and Cruella. Um, so we're just going to kind of go over what's in the trailers, essentially. If you if you haven't been around for this, because we haven't done it in a long time. Um, we haven't either. So anything in the trailers is kind of free game. Anything outside of the trailers is uh, going to be left for the spoiler-filled review at the end of the episode. Yeah. So we're going to start with Quiet Place Part 2. Um, it the, the trailer doesn't show what this movie's about, actually. Yeah. I Well... I mean, you know that, that there's still... The main crux of the movie, no, it does not. Right. But it does show, like, the traveling idea. Like, yeah, them, like, that they need to move. Which and... makes sense, because literally their house is done. On fire. I, I loved the attention to detail, though. Like, she's... Um, Emily Blunt has a wrap around her foot where yeah. she stepped on a nail. Um, there's just, uh, you know, little things that the attention to detail of where the last movie left off and this one's because it starts immediately. Yeah. Um, I really liked that. Uh, but basically the family has have, have to leave their farm and go somewhere else, which is where they find Killian Murphy. In basically a warehouse type thing. Which I feel like I haven't seen him in a movie in a long time. I haven't seen him in a movie in a long time. I know he's one of the Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Oh, that is right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't seen him in a movie in a long time. Um, and Quiet Place. Yeah. Like, and that's not what the movie's about. No. But I don't want to give away what the movie's about. Because I was happy. I don't, I'm sure you're the same way. I was happy that I didn't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew what it was. 
As in, like, I knew it was a sequel. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to happen pretty shortly afterwards, but that's pretty much all I knew. And that was kind of wonderful going into that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really good, though. It was nice to not know what was happening and have, you know, a movie kind of surprise you as yeah. opposed to, like, well, I know what I'm getting here. Um, I still loved it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as, like, I would say there were 20 people in the theater, maybe? Yeah. So that, you didn't feel that tension, um, but then the last, like, I don't know, half hour was, for me, just tension filled, of just like, oh my god, yeah, what is gonna happen here? Like, I love this movie, mm-hmm. John Krasinski needs to, if, you know, I know they're doing The Last of Us TV series and whatever, like, give it to John Krasinski, let the big tuna let him let him fish, man. That's he's, what the big tuna was. Okay. Yeah, he's he has such a good feel, at least for this franchise, which is his. Yeah. Um, but like the way it's done, and the way that he plays with set pieces and lighting and just everything is is so masterfully done. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. I. I... I really like this movie. I like it's love is the first movie. I love the first one. Okay, yep. this one is not bad by any means. There's parts about it that make me think make it fall short, but I think that's always what's going to happen for something like this movie. Like going into it, I didn't know really what to expect, mm-hmm. and it sets such an amazing tone. Mm-hmm. This one carries the tone pretty well. Like there's a like literally I can think of like two maybe two three places where I'm just like, <sighs> it was a little too contrived. Maybe like I was like, okay, that didn't make sense. That's like horror logic. That's not real person logic, which the movie for the most part respects its characters really well. It does. There's a part where the monsters like change. Yeah. For like a the, second. It's like the physics change almost in a movie. And you're like, where like yeah. they're based upon sound. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, they're almost not for a second. And you're like, okay. Yeah. So I think we might be thinking about the same areas, but... Probably, we'll I, talk I, about in this part. I really liked it, and it gave me such freaking strong Last of Us. Like, I wanted to go play Last of Us 2 afterwards, <laughs> and I went and saw it with one of my friends, and we were... Like, they had just... Like, they had watched someone play through it, literally, and I was just telling them... They were warning about the clickers. They kept calling the monsters clickers, and I was just laughing, thinking, oh, I was waiting for the damn... Oh, and the, my the butthole people. Yeah. But I, I really liked it. It was really well... I freaking love the main... the the daughter that like she is really fun to watch and i like how they played they, they did really cool things with sound which is again yeah. that's what i want yeah. our our theater was pretty packed but oh is, nice is as packed as you can be you know like there's right. the space for seats all right. stuff like that but i i felt the shit out of the tension the only ones that broke it was like in a few parts and i was like Meh. i was like i mean like, i was like... so tense and then all of a sudden something worked out i'm like but really, would that have worked out? Because I feel like in the way you set up this world, that shit would not have worked. Right. I, I, yeah. I. There are parts where you're just like, okay. But for the most part, uh, the, the, this is awesome. Old. And yeah. we'll see if there's going to be any more or if he's done with this. Because as far as I know, Quiet Place was just supposed to be a, a one-off. Mm-hmm. And it was so well-received that they did a sequel. I mean, I could see them continuing the story, though. That, like, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that makes sense for it. And I'm... Mm-hmm. I'd be game for it. Just, if anything, just to see what they do with their... Like, to your point, his set pieces that they, like, set up and everything like that, and the actors they choose are strong. But then I want him to do something else. Yeah. Because I want to see what else he he has up his sleeve. 
Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I'm torn. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I I recommend seeing it. I do, too. I recommend seeing that theater yeah. with people. If you have people yeah. that you know. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, for our second movie that we're going to review, we saw Cruella, which is the origin story of Cruella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Devil. Basically, what you see in the trailer is uh, the Devil Wears Prada, but it's Cruella. With Harley Quinn vibes. Yeah. Um, and basically, what you got from the movie was the Devil Wears Prada, but it's Cruella with Harley Quinn vibes. Like, yeah. The trailer doesn't mislead you here. No, it, um, it sets you to the right path. There's, there's nothing that, like, Quiet Place 2. The, the the movie wasn't in the trailers. Yeah. Cruella, the movie's in the trailers. Um, you just get more scenes or a little bit more background, but like... You get to see how the pieces generally fit you, you know what's happening yeah. when you go into Cruella. Uh, she's Cruella. She works for a fashion designer who's evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of what you got from the trailer, and that's kind of what the movie's about. Yeah. Um... Emma Stone's pretty great. She was fun to watch. Uh, the henchmen were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 chubby guy. I've seen him in a bunch of other stuff, and I really like him. And I can't remember what I've seen him in. I've seen him before too, and that was the thing I was thinking. Of. I was like, I actually think I enjoyed him the most in this. Like he was more like he was more enjoyable than other scenes where I feel like he's just tossed in the background a lot. Mm-hmm. He is very much a background character. Yes, thing. I really like Jasper. I did too. Jasper was really cool. He was fun. Um, I liked art. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, art was fun. (laughs) I was like the only guy named art. Um, He's like a work of art. Mark Strong is in this. Is he? I guess. Yeah, like. (laughs) It's Mark Week? Yeah, he was. I mean, he just showed up basically. But he plays the role of. um, The butler? I can't think of. But he plays the role of the dude from Princess Diaries. I never seen Princess. Okay, Diaries. well, and it, yeah, the 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 bodyguard of the queen in the Princess Diaries. Okay. he kind of plays that role. He's like, he's just there. Yeah, he's he's the one that feels off. Like Emma Thompson was awesome as this villain. Was just like she was cool. He feels off. Like it almost feels like they hype. They casted someone, like, a little too high for a small role like that. Yeah, like, I don't know. He was just weird. There was something about him and the way he was was in this. Um, I wasn't super enthused. It was okay. Uh, The movie takes place in the 60s. um, And just like every other movie that takes place in, like, the Vietnam era... All of the same songs are in this that are in every... So I'm just like, all right, cool. Um, but I liked it. I didn't expect to like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because... You were... I remember you were not going into this no. positively. And you no. mentioned you didn't want to see it. It was actually no. more of a Sarah movie. No. And the Disney live action stuff has been pretty bad. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, you know, the best you have is like, okay, <laughs> I think, again, if I'm not concluding this, I would say Aladdin is still probably the best of them. Like, of the live-action ones. Like, I hated Lion King. 
I didn't hate Lion King. I, I, I did. King but I mean, bad. like, I, I remember I did. I mean, like, I hated Jungle Book. Jungle Book was bad. Jungle Book was bad. Because um, Mowgli was better. Oh, remember Mowgli? Yeah, I do. I forgot that those came out, like, right at the same time. Yup. Um, yeah, I just... Most of the, the live-action Disney stuff, like, the Cinderella has been bad. Um, yeah. I watched it and I was... Meh. Maleficent has been okay. Yeah. It's just long. Yeah, there was a, a, a sequel that didn't need to happen at all. And then, like... <laughs> Beauty uh, and the Beast was not good. I was gonna say, Beauty and the Beast was terrible. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast was not good at all. So... I enjoyed this. Uh, there was a lot more laughs than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily a lot less animal cruelty. <laughs> Is there that? Oh, yeah. No, um, <laughs> um, I actually like this one too. I Jackie and I saw this one and I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. I was just going in pretty neutral because... I don't know. I mean, like, the trailers-wise, I was like, okay. Again, it was exactly what you said. It was, uh, what is Devil's Words, Parada, Emma Stone. Yeah. And then Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. I liked the way they built up the character. I liked Emma Stone in general. I liked her crew. Like, pretty much, again, you're right. Everyone except for Mark Strong, which, he wasn't bad. It just, it felt, I kept on waiting for him to do more. Yeah. Like, he's an actor. Yeah. Where, like, the, the... The other dude that she had with him, with her, with the glasses. Oh yeah, the the Ignis. Yeah, you're just like whatever. He, I don't know a who new that is. Recipe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who that is. He looked like Ignis. He did look like Ignis, but I, like I don't know who that is. So when you put, and you have him do stuff, you're like whatever. But you put Mark Strong in there, and you're like, okay, well I expect something from you. I should be paying more a lot of attention, but and, yeah, yeah. Um, but I really liked it. I had fun. I actually enjoyed seeing this one in the theater because I liked the sound design was fun. It was. It was a movie that I'm like, I am, I would say yes, go see in theater. I know you have the option to see it at home with mm-hmm. Disney. I'm like, I don't think this would be as, like, it's going to be okay. It but... felt like it got a little long in the tooth. Like, it felt long. It did feel long because there's a point where I, like, I had planned, I was, like, going to do something after the movie. And I was like, oh, my God, this movie still, like, I went to go use the restroom because <laughs> I had to take a pee break. And I was like, oh, my God, this movie still has, like, 30 minutes left to go. Um, but I enjoyed it. And I don't know if they'll do I don't want them to do sequels, but they at least had a fun cast of characters and stuff like that. Because I know they're in the Disney's in this whole idea of them redoing doing movies for the villains right now. They like, want the they're going to doing one for be good because it's better for merchandising. Yeah, <laughs> and then you have like the Descendants move stuff, and they, yeah. so like it makes sense. But I also just want a villain to be a villain. Yeah, sometimes you don't need a backstory, or just a villain to be a villain. Yeah. Like you don't have to have. A sympathetic villain, you know, you don't have to have a redeemed villain, you don't have to have Kylo Ren or Cruella or Maleficent. You could have somebody just be fucking evil. Yeah. Because they're evil. Yeah. But yeah. I would go see this movie. Uh, yeah, I would say go see it too. And I think they kind of play with that idea a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, with less animal cruelty. <laughs> Alright, so we'll come back at the end of the episode with our spoiler filled reviews. Total not related to this, for but both of these. for your theater... Um, which of the two theaters that you, when you went to the movies, which of the two theaters were full? What was fuller? Quiet Place or Cruella? I think they're about the same, but we took five with us to see Cruella. See, we went, so I saw it in Dolby and it was packed. Like that theater, that theater was pretty packed. Nice. Um, still had like empty seats here and there, but I mean, like I was like, whoa, this is a, plus the Dolby ones are huge screens. Yeah. And I, I was like, 
do I want to see this in Dolby? I'm like, nah. I like it. And for I, the saw, I felt the same about Quiet Place. I was like, do I want to see it in Dolby? But then like, not really, because it's not a sound movie. You know, like if that makes sense. See, I would, I would have actually really liked to see Dolby. And I think about it more. You see it for sound. I see it for the blacks, like the the contrasts and stuff like that. For like Corilla, seeing in Dolby was a really good experience. Like the contrast for all, because it's a very dark movie for the yep. most part. But the contrast was really nice. I would have liked to see Quiet Place. I would argue saying that because of the sound, especially, but with the visuals as well, it would have been really good in Dolby. Because there's parts where it does silence. But the silence is literally deafening, the kind of thing. Like, it's so aware. So, mm-hmm. like, imagine going straight from, like, hey, amazing sounds to cut. And there is a little bit of a sound even when they cut to silence A little wise. muffled or whatever. But I'm like, I could see that being for Dolby. I think it'd be amazing. But I'm just thinking of the contrast for the blacks and the whites kind of thing. Like, that whole idea of, like, watching something on a screen. I think that would have been worth it alone. You know the stupid thing. They're like, yes, your projector is already on kind of stupid shit. Which I didn't understand for the longest time what they were trying to, like, tote, but... I mean, but that's stupid. I hate that so much. Like, yeah, right. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. you duh. I don't think the projector's off. Shut up. <laughs> um, Sorry. All right. So we will go ahead and get to this week's nerd news. Um, since we saw movies in the theaters, we get to see a lot of trailers. Yes. A lot of trailers. Like almost a I mean, surplus too of many trailers. trailers. Yeah. But. Um, First trailer we're going to talk about is the old. We'll start here. Yeah. We'll start old with from M. Night Shyamalan. And it looks like there's people that go to a beach. Yeah, a secluded beach or something like that that people don't um, know about. And they start finding, like, people's phones and, and sunglasses and such. They're trying to figure out why people are leaving them. Um, and they start finding out that they are aging Really fast. Mm-hmm. Well, um, like, and people are aging differently. Yes. Depending on where they go, like, yeah. It's, it looks like a trippy M. Night movie. I'm so in, interested in this. I saw the trailer and I was so sold. I'm like, yeah. yes. Yeah, I'm so interested in this. It looks really weird. And he, for the most part, does really weird well. What was the last movie he did before, um, after... Um, Glass? The visit, it was, well, it was... Oh, right, it was... Glass would be the last one. Glass was the last one. Which is... I mean... I liked Glass. But I mean, like, Switch... I loved Split. Split, sorry, I said Switch. Split <laughs> was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the one he also did with... Uh, shit, 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 shit. I forgot about it already. Fuck. Shit. I, I lost it. But okay. I know he did... Because he was doing a couple movies where he's doing really... The, the Visit. We saw that. Yeah, but I mean, like, some of, like, yeah. where he's been doing stuff more low-key and everything like that, I'm... I'm back. I am back sold. That right. this trailer sold me. Though. Yeah, I, I'm super interested. This looks. I want to see nothing else from it. Yeah, no, no, no. I do want to go into it blind, and hopefully, I don't see anything else. Yeah. Um, we got a trailer for. Oh gosh, what was it? Last night, Soho. Well, I saw that one. Oh, it was. We watched it together. Yeah, I know, but you hadn't. You didn't see it in the theater, is what I was saying. Better. Yeah. Last night in Soho, which. There's it, oddly enough, it looks like we have two movies kind of based around the same sort of premise coming out around the same sort of time. What was the other one? Um, the what? Not Hill House, but um, oh, Night House. Night House, yeah. Um, so we'll get to oh, that. Oh shit, you're like, right. I didn't even think about that. So this one shows it looks like a, a girl who has some sort of connection to the past, yeah. where she is Anna. 
Anna Lily Taylor, I think is her full name. Um, and she inspired Edgar Wright. It looks like she's kind of in the middle of a, a murder or some sort of creep, but it's, it has a weird directing style, which I'm, I'm, I'm so in so on. Far, yeah. Uh, it looks really interesting. It looks fun. Uh, Edgar Wright has, has a really good eye for stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I loved Baby Driver a lot. I did not want to go see it over and over again, I but I really love Driver. Say, I, I love a lot of the stuff he does, but you're... I like this more, not because of... It's because Edgar Wright for writing, but the style reminds me, I was saying, like, Atomic Blonde, and I am mm-hmm. so sold for that. Like, the lighting alone, I'm like, cool, great. Yeah, I'll I forgot how awesome Atomic Blonde was. Like, I need to watch that again. Yeah, I do too. It looks good. But I haven't watched... Like any of the John Wick movies again. I've seen them and I'm like, oh, these movies are great. I love them. And I'm like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I should buy them, but eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, and our second movie was Lake House? Uh, Nighthouse. 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 Which um, has Rebecca Hall, who was most recently in Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Um, she has lost her husband and basically has found blueprints to a house he was building that's the exact spl- opposite of their house. So just think of it flipped, um, and she starts interacting with herself in a different dimension type of thing, it yeah. looks like, or a different... So this looks like a horror movie that I'm so in on. I, I am, too. I watched yes. the trailer, and the, tra- the trailer made me jump a gunch. I'm like, all right, good, done, sold. Yes! By the way, yes, I did jump a lot during Quiet Place, so... Did you? I did. I did. Well, it was I a lot of jump once. scares. There's about, like, once. three at least jump scares. Oh, yeah, there's... It's sad that that's the only way that you can kind of scare people is to do the jump scares. But I do like the tension thing you mentioned. Like, again, this jump back to the quiet place. Like, the last 30 minutes or so, like, there is, like, high tension, and that is wonderful. Yes. Um. But, yeah, the Nighthouse thing looks... I'm sold. I'm done. Um, see it. And then the last new trailer we're going to talk about, yeah. The Eternals. Yeah. This is the first actual view of the movie that's coming out in December. November? November. Hey there, buddy. Yeah. You're not even whelmed. No. One, the trailer did not look... It It continued the lackluster... The... the yeah. You know, the first trailers for Marvel stuff, the first one is really lackluster, it seems like. I, I still remember the biggest case of that one. What? Winter Soldier? Yeah, absolutely. The first one were like... And then we saw the 4th of July thing, which, which is like a less than 30 second clip, and we're like, so <laughs> That first trailer was not good was at not all. Good. I want to be able to find that. I should try to find, I'm sure it's out there. Oh, yeah, but I know it's there. I think it was a Super Bowl ad. I remember the Super Bowl ad, but I'm like, I want to watch the but original I think that was the and first... then watch the Super Bowl ad. And we're like, yeah. do you remember when? Yeah. So, yeah, this is a... Uh... So, the problem you have with Thanos... Is now you have to explain why all of these new heroes didn't do anything. Yeah, especially for this group, which is with been like there we've been around forever. Cool, and half the universe goes away, and you're just like, eh. I mean, I've read the the only thing is I've read the comics, the first like not the I read the Neil Gaiman but, one because he did the relaunch of them. But Thanos is a an eternal. He's a deviant. Yeah, but. But um, I think I know how they're gonna explain it, especially just watching the trailer a little bit. But I've also gotten lazy and started watching like people's breakdowns and stuff. I'm like, God damn it! Okay, I need to stop doing that because um, I don't want 
the movie to be spoil-wise. But yeah, this first trailer is... It's a lot of pretty without very any context. And this is a team of superheroes that no one freaking knows. Mm-hmm. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy all over again. Mm-hmm. Literally, it is their Guardians of this slate. But you really have to, you're going to have to explain why they're gone. So maybe you can make them all be snapped. Well, I was thinking maybe. not snapped. I'm thinking memory issues. Like literally doing the thing where... Because they did it with Thor back in the day. Where literally all the Thor heroes... Got basically reincarnated in other bodies and then lost their memory and slowly they had to go start finding everybody. But it was the idea of like, hey, some form of reincarnation, some form of returnal or return kind of thing. Returnal. Yeah, I, know, I, was, like, <laughs> I was watching videos that I'm like, I kind of want to play this. I mean, I do too, but yeah. Um, yeah. It it looks pretty and I have no fucking clue how they're going to do with this. I will watch it. I'll probably enjoy it. But I have no idea how they're going to make the group of a really really like it's a nerdy group of people like even in nerds to know this as much i know they did a relaunch again neil gaiman's the reason people know about it except for like original people loved it with jack kirby stuff but how are they going to make it mainstream mainstream and it's not all relied on comedy which is what guardians did because guardians you have it mainstream because you've got a raccoon in a tree yes you have the, <laughs> you have like literally theater of the absurd kind of stuff yeah. going on this is a bunch of people in really sparkly suits yeah. You have a li- you have a, like the only thing I can imagine is they're pulling in so many. You have Sama Hayek and Angela Jolie in the same freaking movie, and you've got you have Kit Rob Stark in there. Rob Stark is in there too. <laughs> Come on, Lund- uh, yeah, Come on, Johnny. Yeah, like you have a lot of people from a lot of different corners of a lot of different like nerddoms. So that's the reason I think that's the way I think they're gonna do it because there's like the Marvel laughs, but there's not comedy. And I no. Know, like, I was like, this is, like, taking a very serious movie, which I'm curious. I don't know. Very, very, very whelmed. It looks very comic booky. Like, like their costumes was, are, like, on point, If too. this was the first Marvel movie, I'd be like, oh, you guys are going to be in trouble. You know? Yeah. But now you're just kind of like, well, you you do this with every single movie where your first trailer is fucking garbage. So, let's see what happens. Um... As of right now, I'm not, like, excited to see it. I'm sh- I know I will. Yeah. But this trailer, I'm like, hmm. Honestly, everything for sl- the fourth slate kind of thing is I just want to see how it fits. That's my that's the driving force behind me thing. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily, like, I'll watch Shang-Chi because it's going to be a Marvel. It's going to be Marvel movie, Kung Fu style. I'll watch Internals because it's going to be, like, a heady movie is what it looks like, Marvel style. I'm going to watch Black Widow because it's an espionage movie, Marvel style. I'll watch Spider-Man because it's a Spider-Man movie in Marvel style. <laughs> but all I'm really, my main driver amongst all of these is after this first thing is like, how do you continue going on forward from here? Like the TV shows, I kind of got an idea, but the movie stuff, I have no fucking clue. So like me seeing like, oh yeah, you're doing Eternals, great. How are they going to all fit? To your point, how do you make it work with the world of the snap? Or do you have people being, like, is it pre-snap, post-snap, mid-snap, whatever? Right. And then how do you justify, like, that idea of when we saw Endgame, the idea of I mean, seeing, the, like, the, the cool Sorcerer thing, Supreme part. If you do the memory issue, the cool thing would be for the entire Eternals to be snapped. Yeah. And then they come back and they have to find themselves, essentially. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Um, next trailer we got was the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. I saw someone talking about this and I was like, are you you're talking about this? It sounds like a, this sounds like the perfect example of a book. Like a trashy sci-fi film book that I would read and probably enjoy. Mm-hmm. Of just like, this is stupid. An army travels back in time, 30 years, mm-hmm. to recruit p- 
people to fight a, a war in the future where they're being overrun by looks like aliens mm-hmm. um looks you know, like the aliens from, from quiet place that's exactly what i was saying I was like <laughs> someone's reusing some models yeah it looks like the aliens from quiet place and uh cloverfield type of thing okay yeah. um chris pratt has been typecast as chris pratt in a chris pratt movie he's i mean this is star lord this is uh, what's his name from Jurassic Park? This is more, dra- I would say more Jurassic Park than Star-Lord because Star-Lord tries to be all comedic-wise. This looks way more... Quippy. Trying to be- what? Quippy. Yeah. He's trying to be more serious. I'm using air quotes and stuff, but... Um... It's a movie. Hello, streaming review. This is... Yeah, this is... Yeah. I know. I'm not seeing this in the theater. No. Um... I'm not in on this, like, at all. It's just gonna happen, I guess. I like the, how this, I like the concept about it. Again, yes. it reminds me, it reminds me of, like, the, oh, gosh, the Undying Mercenary stuff that TK, like, oh, like, which I love. It is great, trashy sci-fi. It is, like, Harley Quinn novels, but for people who love sci-fi movies, or sci-fi books and stuff. This seems like a book that I would want to read, because it looks like it'd be really fun, trashy stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're really making it try to be serious, and all I got was War of the Worlds kind of vibes. And I was like, man, I remember when I wanted to really like War of the Worlds. <sighs> man, this does not look good. No. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, and, and yes, we will. We got uh, casting news. Aaron Taylor Johnson has been cast as Craven the Hunter. I saw that too. Okay. And then they also had Oscar Isaacs has finally confirmed to be in Moon Knight. Yeah. Yep. I. I can't wait to see what the fucking Moon Knight turns out to be. Moon Knight will be interesting, and especially since what they did with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier of, like, they loved the ability that they could drop shit just randomly. <laughs> They're like, we can cuss! Shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll be... It's funny them borrowing, but it means you're probably not gonna... See, obviously not see him as Quicksilver again, but I'm... Not no. surprised about that. No. If he was going to be Quicksilver again, they probably would have been. They would have done it by now. Yeah. He probably would have been in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's all that I can think of for nerds, nerd news-wise. Yeah. Free shit, good shit. But, yeah. Yeah, we got free shit, good shit. Um, there is a really bad painting tutorial that I didn't put on our YouTube channel, so you can check that out. It's a really bad, like, you know, stream of us doing our 400th episode. Yep. I did a stream of me painting as well. So, like, I've done a lot. No, it doesn't seem like I've done a lot. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get to the free shit, good shit for um, Xbox. We're getting The King's Bird. I have no idea what this is. I have no clue either. Shadows Awakening. Again, I have no idea what that is. Uh, Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. Okay. Yep. And then just, Injustice God Among Us. God's Among Us. The first Injustice. Yeah. Injustice 2, obviously. Alright. Yeah. They're just telling you again, more Get Game Pass. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they they don't want you to have Xbox Live. They want you to have Game Pass. Mm-hmm. There you go. Ah, there we go. And then for... Uh, PlayStation Plus for PS5, you get Operation Tango. I have no idea what this is. I've seen nothing on it. No, but I mean, it, I think it's day and date launch, so it's like, it's yeah. one of those that goes free. They keep and... doing it. Yep. 
Because you know, it's a great way to build your PS5 library. I haven't done anything with PS5. We'll talk about that in just a second. Yeah. Uh, Virtual Fighter Five for PS4 and Star Wars Squadrons for PS4. So it means you can finally pick it up. Yeah, for Squadrons. Yeah. I mean, I I, I never really enjoyed the the space flight version of Battlefront yeah. Two, so I don't yeah, know if I'd really get into it as much. And you guys did not give it as much of a. It's fun. A stellar review. I mean, I haven't played online one second. Not one second. That's probably smart. But that's kind of what it yeah, should be. Yeah, I mean, Battlefront 2, to be honest, I still remember it probably mostly from the fuck-arounds with us, but also because I actually liked the single player. But like, Battlefront was 2 was a block. Like, that game is great. I mean, the people... <laughs> no, it didn't it was... launch with the fucking boxes is one of the better like single one of the better stories i've heard recently out of any of the star wars campaigns so in star wars movies yeah um <laughs> otherwise i'm like yeah it's a very meh kind of month i mean like again these the smaller titles might be really good for like ps5 but um, we don't know because no. no and then we got a oh, yeah. 15 minute state of play for horizon forbidden west i was waiting for, for horizon zero launch date <sighs> That's annoying as fuck. That I mean, basically, that all but confirms it's not coming out this year. That's what I've taken as. Yeah. Because otherwise, you would absolutely drum it up before summer, going into, like, November and stuff like that. Yeah. There's no reason they would do it other than to say, we don't have it, but we need to give you something. Right, because both Xbox and PlayStation have, no, have not been able to justify... A reason to have these new systems no like it's one of those things where i'm i'm thinking more and more that this is not the year that i try to get a ps5 yeah i, I again i was waiting to see like if they had given me a release date yeah i would have uh, that's when i would have been like okay it's coming out you know october november i'm gonna push i don't think it's coming out till february or march yeah i would agree on that too. um and then xbox has a uh, a 90 minute panel for E3 which is a couple weeks away um about that. with Bethesda it's a a joint since yeah. they own Bethesda now a joint panel we'll see what they announce there um but I don't think they're going to have anything coming out this year I don't think so either so it's... or anything that I care about maybe Halo might come out and probably Forza but like Fable I mean Halo won't Fable. come out until next year either like I guarantee, like if like if Horizon's not coming out, Halo is not coming out. But Halo Horizon... was supposed, to, Halo was supposed to be a launch. It was. It's supposed to be a launch window. That is. No, it's supposed definitely... to be launch. Was it launch? I thought it was supposed to be, supposed to be launch. But I mean, like we've seen Horizon, mm-hmm. and it looks like again. You mentioned it looks like an upscaled version of a PS4, mm-hmm. which it. I didn't. Is. I didn't know, know it was coming out to PS5. I thought it was PS5 only. Um, that makes sense. It looks pretty. I love the stuff they're adding, little things mm-hmm. to it and stuff. It it made me laugh because it made me feel more and more about the the Breath of the Wild comparisons when she literally has a hang glider. And I was like, yeah, I want. Yeah, it. but you know, Horizon's awesome. Yeah, oh, I mean, Zelda's awesome. like both of the games are good. I just wish I they didn't Breath compete. That's fun. Like I understand why people were kind of antsy when both of them came out so close mm-hmm. to each other because they're very similar, very different but very similar. Mm-hmm. I am peeved that it didn't have a launch date. That that's but <clears throat> like even if they d- like just confirmed it said not this year, coming twenty twenty two, that would at least make me feel better of like hey just confirm it. But I'm then sure stockholders and prices and shit you have stockholders and stuff and, and and how do you get people excited for a PS five when you have nothing coming? You know, Ratchet's coming out in a few weeks, and it then looks after that, fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Oh no, Ratchet looks amazing. But then what do you have after that? 
Nothing. Like, I can't think of a single thing other than Horizon, but... That's not even on If it was coming out this year, you know, it's already June. You've got six months. You would have given some sort of release window. So it's it'll be February, March, which sucks balls. Yeah. I mean, because I usually like to pick up, like, uh, I usually like to pick up this, uh, this um, the new uh, generation's hardware, like the current generation's hardware. I know I'm getting that. But of when it's usually in the holidays, because it's usually a good package or packets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's a decent deal enough to the point where you probably get like $60, $200 off, maybe, depending if you include software and stuff. Yeah, but we'll see if they're but, even available. Yeah. And now you about to say with the semiconductor like stuff, I think it's hitting them too. I know it's hitting cars more. Oh, yeah. It's hitting everything. But it's just fascinating. I know they're talking about the the Switch Pro being launched, and then I'm like, well, if you can't supply or do demand, you probably should just hold back. Man, like, it yeah. bothers me that neither of these systems can be purchased, basically. Like, you have to live on Twitter to get the notifications of, like, these are live. And the scalpers are out of control. Still. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. But Whatever. Uh, all right, so we're going to go ahead and get to this week's pod question, which was brought to us by you. Yes, and I wanted to know if you got a an origin, a G.I. origin story. G.I. 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 Joe origin story for, like, a character. Which character would you choose? Sergeant Slaughter. 100% Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, my I God. Wanna, I want to have, like, but you could have a good war movie yeah. there. Um they wouldn't do it because it would be a G.I. Joe movie, which you could have a good war movie yeah. there. But yeah, definitely Sergeant Slaughter. Okay. 100%. See, I went, I went comedy on mine. Mine was Snow Job. Because I was actually thinking about reading it. I was like, this would be the stupidest one always. I'm sorry, because I was thinking, he's a freaking biathlete sniper. And you could totally do a heist movie kind of shit with this. All in the snow. I'm like, yeah, I, I can see this being a dumb movie. And I would watch the shit out of it. Plus, the amount of like 10-year-old giggles about <laughs> Snow Job. They would never do. Come a on, movie but snow job. snow job. I mean, I was thinking about shipwreck, but I already talked about shipwreck. Yeah. So man, you went. I wow. Well, it's funny because it was that was like one of the ones that was first in my mind. But I'm like, maybe I'll go look and see what other things. And I just started laughing every time I read the freaking <laughs> names. Like there was, I know Ripcord. Obviously, there was another one I had. Wrecker, mic drop, or something. It was or something yeah, like this. They just... I was like, the, you got what the fuck, man? The 80s didn't. The 80s didn't try for names. They didn't care. That's all right. No, no, they just they were there to sell toys. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, all right. So for this week's pod question, I just want to know: Are do you feel confident seeing movies in the theaters? Hmm. Let us know your answers at battenhammergmail.com. Bat and Hammer on Twitter, Sprig and Zig Geek on Facebook. You can reach me. I am at Taru Skippy. I'm at Crankylus. Make sure to like us, love us, and share us on SoundCloud every Tuesday mornings, and uh, soon other places. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so we are going to get to our spoiler-filled reviews of Quiet Place Part 2, Cruella, and Episode 4 of Invincible. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to hang around for that, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Episode 401 of Sprague and Zay Geek. So for Sprague and Zay Geek, I'm Bat. And I'm Hammer. Embrace your geek. Have a great week. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> get another one there, that's, that, that's the worst. You're like, okay, I've had two. Do I have a third? Give it to me, Obi. Uh, I was literally quoting uh, Thumb Wars and Kung Pao the other day. Yes! I was like, like Ooby Dooby. What's your middle name? Scooby Doo. Ooby Dooby, Scooby Dooby. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Such a stupid.
fucking movie. Some boys just so that the dude who made those hit Steve at Hunter? just the right time. Oh yeah, like and it's you see it like again. Watch Kung Pao. It's the same dude, Steve Odenkirk. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I love those movies. Um. All right, so we're gonna start with Invincible. Yeah, that's probably episode four. Again, this is kind of one where not a lot happens. It's a lot of setup. You're like, getting a doing lot a of lot world of building. Uh, but this time the CIA has suspicion that Omni-Man has killed the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. or the Justice League or the Guardians. They're just the, the Guardians. Yeah, something like that. Um, so they are basically watching his house and Hellboy is... Hellboy knows that he did it. Oh, he yeah, just yeah. has to be able to prove that he did it. Um, but for some reason, the CIA feel that he's interfering in their investigation, so they... They banish him? Yeah, they banish him back to hell. Mark is just trying to be a teenager with powers, caught in a love triangle where Invincible has a thing for Adam Eve, yeah. and Mark has a thing for... I can't remember the girl's I can't name. Remember either. There you go. Yep. That's it. Again, it's a lot of buildup, but I kind of, the things I really enjoy about this is that the Hellboy character, you all, we like literally there's archetypes of all the characters we know. So it's like, mm-hmm. we're not going to explain this character too much. You just know who yeah. he is and what yeah, he yeah. is. And they just jump and it's like, hey, I told you you're going to be banished. And like, cool. And you're like, that's just a thing that happened. And they just keep going <laughs> with world building wise. Um, the passive world building, I still really enjoy. And again, I still find myself really hard to want to burn through more than yeah, episode dude. two. And I'm like, kind of almost was going to ask you, like, should we just burn through like two episodes the next one or something? Because I mean, we're literally three, four away, four away, because there's eight, right? There's eight. Um, I just kind of want to burn through and almost finish it because I'm like, fuck. And do Loki two? does start next week. It can't be next week. Is it next week? Next week is June. So I don't know if it's June, the second or first week of June. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll double check and see when Loki starts. Because if so, then let's burn through this. Uh, but yeah no i see what you're saying june 9th so we have we have a week we have so a... we do two this week two next week yeah i think i'll be good okay i mean like i'm we'll probably have to do two and loki next week but yeah i don't i have no desire to see anything in the theater that's I'm... coming up like i will not see fast nine i do not care i don't care you said you're gonna see in the heights but that's i'm two definitely weeks, seeing the heights so, so yeah so i'll be fine Plus, I, I kind of already was starting on episode five anyway. Because it's just, it's so hard not to. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, no, I do actually want to just power through it. Um, so yeah, I'm down. So we'll do okay. two episodes next week. Okay, yep. Uh, more world building. There's not a lot going on here, but you're... Um, I am yeah. sold on every little bit of this world they give me. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying this series so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cruella or Quiet Place? I feel like Quiet Place first, then Cruella. All right. So, Quiet Place Part 2. Again, we know the families had to move locations. Um, and what you get is you, you see the daughters setting the, the bonfire like they were doing in the first yeah. one. Um, but this time, they finally get a, a response from another location. And this is the day after everything has happened at the house. So, they are vacating towards, going towards this light. Mm-hmm. They get there. It's an old factory of some yeah, sort. Like um, a mill or something. You know, they get chased by a creature. <laughs> uh, the little boy gets a bear trap. Oh my god. That was and it, he's just like, ah! that was like, like a oh real my scream. god. Yeah, like he that was good. Um They get chased by one of the clicker things. Yeah. Uh, she uses her her 
her earpiece to disrupt it and they kill it. And, yeah. And they run into somebody who helps them escape basically underground of this warehouse, um, puts them in a furnace that's there. Uh, they realize that they know the person. They were friends with him in the real world yeah. before everything went to shit. It's Killian Murphy. Uh, his entire family's gone. In the morning, they st- or that, that night or in the morning, whatever, they, they start hearing music and they hadn't heard anything on the radio. And he's like, it's just... Uh, you were down in the valley. There's no way you can get the signal. Yeah, it's like, it's just a radio signal. It's the same song over and over again. It's nothing. The girl is convinced that it's a signal pointing to somewhere else. Because it's by the by the sea, basically. It was a song, I think. It was, yes. I, this is where I felt there was a logic jump, though, mm-hmm. of, like, she knows where the tower is. Why? But why does she, like, oh, they have to be at this island. Like, I can't remember what the logic jump is just to her figuring out that the where the tower was. That's the part I can't remember. She just figured out where, like, she she had her book, but yeah. Uh, so she figures out that there's an island, and she feels that there are people on this island. I don't know why. Like that's that that was an issue. So I actually didn't think that. that I thought the same. Like her thing is, um, at least the way I, when I was watching it is like, okay, she figured out where the radio tower is. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as much of, like, there are people there, but as a fact, there's a radio tower, radio tower, and we need to broadcast this. I don't know if there's people there, but that doesn't matter. There's power. This still works. Why wouldn't you do that? Maybe. That's what I took from it. Maybe. Um, so she's going to take her earpiece and, and go to this radio tower uh, by the sea. Um, and basically, you have three different paths separating at the same time. She takes off, and Killian Murphy goes to chase after her. Mm-hmm. Emily Blunt needs to get medicine and oxygen for her child and her son that's injured. Yeah. And her son and her child, the baby, are left to at... To fend for themselves in the little, like, um... Incinerator room. Yeah. Um, the boy... The, the Killian Murphy had, taught, had told a story about how he left his house because his wife had gotten sick, and she was screaming, and yeah. he needed to leave. The boy's um, looking around this warehouse and finds the the woman's body upstairs. Yeah. And it kind of jolts him and he makes a whole bunch of noise and a clicker shows up. Yeah. While there's a clicker there, I don't know why, it's easier just to call him the clicker. It is easy. Um, That's right. Emily Blunt shows up and basically like just saves the day. Barely just saves the day. Um, the boy and the baby are in the incinerator and they're basically out of oxygen. I, like, this is where the tension got real good, where Mm -hmm. I thought he was gonna kill the baby. Yeah, I thought so too. Like, there was that whole point of, like... like, He takes the oxygen and I'm just like, oh my god. This is... Yeah. Because, like, in a normal movie, you wouldn't expect it. But in the first Quiet Place, they killed that kid, like, in five minutes when the movie starts. And so that's what set the tone for it was again that same yeah. thing we made comparisons in the Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. It, it set the it set tone. the tone of like people are going to die. Yeah, and we're going to introduce you to characters that are going to die. Um, and on the island, uh, sorry, Killian Murphy and and um, the daughter I can't remember. The her daughter name. I can't remember her name yet. But he catches up to her when she runs off and everything like that. Basically, protect her. They kill a clicker. And they they make it to this island, and there are people on the island. And they are living. 
Because you find out, like, right before the base of the base, yeah. they can't be in the water. They drown. Yeah, because they have a, a moment with... Like, cannibals, essentially? People, yeah. <laughs> I saw the red eyes, and I imagined cannibals, because, like, they always usually say skin, skin discolors and everything like that if people are cannibals, so... I mean, I'm sure they probably were. Um, they were bad people. Yeah. That's all we needed to know. Um, They're big bad people in pieces now. But they found out that, that these creatures can't swim. Um... And so there's this island that people are living on, and, and Killian Murphy and the girl make it to this island, um, but there was a fight, and one of the boats that one of these creatures were on makes it to this island, mm-hmm. and the creature goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so at the end of this movie, you're basically having a showdown between um, the people in the warehouse and the people on the island, and, and things are happening at the same time, which yeah. is really kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, She's able to broadcast her her hearing aid yeah. to disrupt the the clicker that she's fighting, and the one in the warehouse, and they both kill their the she kills hers, and and the boy kills the one in the warehouse basically at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah, there you go. And that was the end of the movie. Yeah, yep. Man, I like I love this movie. There's a part where. At the end, and this is where I feel that it didn't stick to some of its world building that it had, where Emily Blunt goes out quietly to grab some of the medicine, and the creature, like, comes out of the water, Mm, and I was like, she didn't make any noise. Yeah. See, there was a couple... And I wish it had been, maybe they had evolved a little bit, but how would they evolve in, like, a day? Yeah. Well, it's more of, like, I wish she would have done, again trip hit something, something right, like right 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 um there's or a couple picked parts. up one of the pill bottles and it made a yeah yeah um in the so one is like we kind of glossed over it but like in the beginning i actually like that one you got more krasinski because you got to see like the day just of. a little bit yeah but i loved that day of because i knew they had to set up killian murphy's character which is a great way to do that but i actually really enjoyed seeing the hey, also, everything's fine you also had to sh- had to show and I liked how it started of, like, on Main Street and there's nothing there. So yeah. you think you're in the current time, but it's just a small town and everybody's there. So yep. their kids at Little League. But, yeah, and it shows that it was some sort of meteor or something that crashed that had these things on them. Yeah. And that's all you need. Like, And it's one of those things of, like, you don't always need a whole bunch of backstory. No. That's enough backstory. Of just yep. like it's an alien creature that came from outer space, and you got to see them basically figure out the whole idea that sound was a thing. Yep. Something I really loved in this movie, and I I kind of didn't want to say on the spoiler free other part, but the idea of the way they play with sound so well with her, like the idea that when someone touches her, sound comes back in a way. I really like that because it's her being disconnected essentially, and then I someone love with her when world it goes deaf. I do too. I mean, or yeah. But like that whole idea of like she's going around, she can't, she doesn't have a hearing aid. I'm Keelan Murphy's character's gone for a little bit. And then suddenly she's just looking around, freaking out and crying, and he touches her, and suddenly sound comes back. And I liked it because it did it in subtle ways. Every time that happens is usually because she is disconnected from someone else or something that allows her to hear. So it's showing, like, hey, as you come back, the world starts getting bigger because she has someone. It's just a fucking love. That is a subtle thing that is beautifully done every time I did it. Parts I didn't really like that felt like it broke the world logic or just made it, like, I can't remember his name. He's a dude from... Shuman Hinsu? Yeah, <laughs> sure. I, like I, I know the him. Gladiator. Yeah, I know his freaking voice. Yeah. He's so prominent, but his character made so much sense 
Until the part where he freaks out about I should go back and then backs up to an open door and gets killed. It was a stupid like horror movie death that I really would have liked his character to die in a different way that actually respect like he, like he sacrificed himself yeah, almost. He yeah. got he got horror movie dumb. Whereas like his character up to that point had been really smart and right. really aware and everything like that. And he didn't even a crisis situation. He's trying to draw the monster out. He understands what he's doing and then suddenly just die. I'm like, you did monster death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um a couple of things with um what is it with the boy kind of thing? I'm like, they had to make it dumb. They, he had to do the dumb things of going out and exploring and stuff like that, which I get kind yeah. of, but everything was usually happening by him making a bad decision kind of thing that was drawing on off. Um, I didn't like the, how the monsters didn't seem to follow sometimes the, the logic gaps a little bit. I don't know. Um, Oh, there's a part. I remember when the, the cannibals are going after it and they take off her earpiece Never once did I see him get close enough for Killian Murphy to grab it and put it in his mouth kind of thing. I was like, in the real world, that would have just been lost. I like, mean, he when he, he grabbed the dude. Did he? I said he tied it. him up to the post. See, but I thought he dropped it on the ground. And I was like, I didn't... It Just to me, it seemed really no, he was, I, coincidental I, kind of thing. He didn't drop it to the ground. I feel like he was holding it, but okay. yeah. It felt really coincidental. I was like, hey, look, I have it in my mouth. I'm like, but in the real world, you guys would have all just been fucked. Like, it felt too perfect kind of as a response. And I know these are nitpicky stuff. I still mm. enjoyed it. Um, I always want to see less of the monsters because I think it's more intimidating to see less of them than see more of them. But I know they had already showed they already screwed the pooch with the first one. They showed them more, so like oh well. But they didn't show them that much. No, I still I, I don't feel like they still you know they didn't come upon a a nest of them hibernating yeah. or whatever. Like they were still. Always there, you just didn't know where. Yeah. Um, and I, I did like that. Yeah. Um, I noticed the birds were chirping a lot more in this one versus they weren't like I, I thought in the first movie, and I have to watch it again, but I, I thought the first movie it's part. really quiet, I thought. I'd have to watch the first one. And it's almost like the idea of like, you know, you hear bugs and then suddenly like cicadas just shut up when some danger's nearby kind right. of thing. Like I felt like it was always constantly nature song sounds going on. But the biggest one I think that pissed me off is his character going super Whenever I went to horror dumb, and I'm like, <laughs> you deserve better, and you're doing so good. And every now and then it just dipped into the, like, the characters you can see, like, got dumb real quick. And then, like, all right, and here's your intelligence back, because we need something to happen. Uh, otherwise, I, I loved it, though. I really did. The sound design in general, mm-hmm. fucking worth it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that last bit of tension-wise was, I definitely thought it was going to kill the kid. That like, last half I was, like, hour, oh, I was just, like, like, I was real tense when she's stepping over into the recording booth and it's just literally her foot going hit this hit this hit this hit this i'm like yeah pucker sense but yeah um fuck i'm i'm happy how it turned out i i could see a third movie and i don't think i'd be upset about it i don't need it i don't need it but i could see them continuing just the way it's easy enough to continue um but i don't need it but we'll see what happens there uh, all right, so we'll get to uh, Cruella this time. Didn't uh, like I, I didn't like this movie was. I was just like, no. Yeah. I mean, the one this woman skins dogs. Like, yeah. how do you make this a sympathetic character? Um, so Emma Thompson plays a a, a world renowned fashion designer who has no sense of humanity. No, but um, she. Cruella is in boarding school and is 
a ruffian in boarding school. She finally they, gets expelled. They show her as a baby. They show the idea of her being born with her mother and yeah. stuff like that. And the idea of going that whole idea. She develops almost like two personalities. Yep. Estella and Cruella. Um, her mom basically has decided that they're going to move to London so that she can continue her education in London. On the way, she stops by uh, Emma Thompson's place because she says she knows her, essentially. Um, Cruella kind of breaks out of, or, or leaves the car, breaks into the party, by fashion of um, has a run-in with the, the three Dalmatians that Emma Thompson owns. She's running from the Dalmatians, and she leads the Dalmatians. She leads the mom. Dalmatians to her mom, which pushes her mom over a cliff, and yeah. she dies. So she feels that she killed her mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a family heirloom necklace on her at the time. She left the necklace. Fast forward ten years, and she is hanging out with her her henchmen, ruffians. They're regular Horse thieves. Um, they just steal stuff, whatever. She finally gets a job. Working for um, department store. I what was the name of the place? I can't remember. Houston, something like that. No, it wasn't Houston. It was, but she gets she, there's this high end department store that she wants to work at. She gets a job there, but she's just a regular. Um, she's cleaner. Little, she's yeah, a cleaner. she's a little um, cleaning the bathrooms. Um, taking out trash. One night she gets super drunk. And trashes a, a window display. Um, and when Thompson shows up, because she owns, she doesn't own the place, but she is one of their high-end clientele. Mm-hmm. She's She loves the window display and hires Emma, Tom, or, uh, Emma Stone. Emma, Emma, wow. Yeah, huh. Emma and Emma. I didn't even... <laughs> and hires her on the spot to work for her. Um, and basically what happens here is she has a bunch of uh, seamstresses that create her designs for her and then she takes all the credit for yeah. it. Going through this process, Emma Stone realizes at one point that she has the family necklace. Mm-hmm. And Emma Thompson tells her the story of like, oh, it's a family heirloom. I had an employee that basically was a pile of trash and, and stole a, it. a shit mother and stole it and blah, blah, blah. Emma Stone gets super upset. Cruella's like, that was my mom you're talking about, so I'm going to Basically, ruin you. Yeah, she wants to get the necklace as the first step, though. Yeah. She wants to get the necklace. They have this whole big elaborate scheme to steal the necklace, and... It falls apart. falls apart because she's wearing the necklace. Um, so then she decides to basically be Cruella, and every time that Emma Stone is having uh, galas or any sort of... Uh, fashion shows, she's going to crash it. Well, because she also notices during that, like, the gala when things are all falling apart, she notices the whole whistle thing. Mm-hmm. That she has a whistle for the dogs and it summons the dogs and she's like, oh shit, and then she real- has the whole memory kind of relapse of like, Emma Stone was doing, you killed my mom. It wasn't me. Right. So it becomes less about the stone, now it's more about, I'm going to fucking ruin you. Uh, through all of this, she's doing all these things, she finally real- realizes that she is the daughter of Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Or Emma, Emma Thompson, sorry. Um, After Emma, Stone, Emma Thompson tries to kill her. Well, Yeah, she lights her, lights her place on fire. Yeah. Gets saved by a uh, cameo guy. Yep. <laughs> Mark Meh. Um, and then you just basically have her kill Emma Stone, but she Batmans her way out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone kind of 
watches Emma Thompson kill her. At so she Stella had had made a will to give all of her possessions to Cruella. Yeah. And since Stella was the heir to everything that Emma Thompson had, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff went to Cruella. Yeah. Basically. Um, yeah. And then basically at the end, you see that Pongo and Perdita are separated and given to like given to other people. Well, and I would say like they were because they were like probably the imagine they're probably the kids of the Dalmatian she has. I have no reason why she gave Dalmatians, but cool. Why? Who would have Dalmatians? Why she would give Dalmatians as presents to you, like, John, what was his name? Oh, Robert, was it? Robert Darling, right? I can't remember, but yeah. Anita and Robert, okay, we'll just go with that. I, yeah, I don't know why she would give them. Yeah. Like, at least Anita was her friend. Yeah. The other guy made no sense, because she really didn't have interaction with him at all yeah so she sent him a dog because because the story decides it should be or was it like to rub it in type of thing but like her sending him a dog didn't make sense her sending a a dog to the to her friend yeah that that, that's fine yeah um yeah the whole dog thing though too about her stealing her dogs and then making the coat and then she's like she Dude, she's like she just like, assumes she's like yeah she's like she made a dog oh, made a coat oh, out of my dogs and I'm she like kill my coat I'm like is that at first I was like that wait that's how we're gonna do this we're just gonna gloss the fuck over this like hold the phone yeah wait a minute and you don't see the dogs for a while and they even go back to the hideout yeah and you don't see the dogs and I'm like uh no. <laughs> Wait, uh, and eventually you you're see, like hold yeah, up. Yeah, eventually you see the dogs. Thing, yeah, and you're like, okay, but they make you think that she. Well, because she plants seeds. She's like, they make an excellent coat, and the guys like the dogs. Yeah, and but you don't see the dogs for a while, and yeah. it's like she she did it, and they just was just like, yeah, she killed the dogs. I was like, no. <laughs> Luckily, I mean, luckily she didn't kill the dogs. Yeah. Um, she uses the dogs for inspiration type of thing. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to get 101 Dalmatians from this, though. I don't know if they're going to really... I, like, I was talking about it with Jackie after we were leaving. And I was like, well, I understand the problematic end to it of like, well, are they just trying to lead into it? I'm like, I don't think they're going to lead into 101 Dalmatians. And if so, it's going to be a completely different universe kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Because I don't see a world where they allow Emma Thompson to kill dogs and make them into, uh, like, coats. Emma Stone. Emma... Oh, yeah, right. Emma Stone, sorry. Emma and Emma. Right. Like, I don't see that as being a world where that can happen. No. Where they can no. keep it as a franchise. So my thought is, it's more of them kind of doing the little nod, going like, hey, fucking with you, but they got puppies, but they came from here, so it's okay. Kind of thing. Like, I don't think it's actually going to lead into Honor One Dalmatians. After this, I'm like, they did the dog coat thing again. I don't think they're going to do it again. But I don't know. Because they kind yeah. of ended at the whole thing where she's like, well... I'm not the good person. Like, I, like literally the whole idea of like her killing off Estella as the idea is like my other personality's dead. I'm I'm not her anymore. Um. Yeah. I really liked Horace and Jasper way more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Yeah. I like the dynamic between them and like that everything. Like there was like the loving. Wink, Wink was awesome. Wink was the I was huge like, rat. I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, big as a dog, but it's not a dog. dog. It's a rat. Um, 
Yeah, I I forgot the other dog's name. Buddy? I guess so. I don't know. He wasn't as cool as Wink, though. No, he was there. Like, Wink is adorable. Yes. There are definitely parts where I'm like, she's being an absolute terrible person to, like, Horace and Jasper, and they're just kind of going with it, and I kind of like, like, he even said, like, there's a point where he said something, and I was like, oh, this sucks, like, where he's like, I just can't say no to you sometimes. She's like, I like that about you, and he's like, thanks? <laughs> yeah. Um, she was, like, Emma Stone was awesome in this. She was a lot of fun to yeah. watch in a character that I didn't think I was going to enjoy as much. Right, right. And the movie is very much her-driven. Mm-hmm. It's all about her reactions and everything like that. And I really liked what she brought. The whole part of her being like a little more Harley Quinn-esque during the first thing was a little odd. Because I'm like, she was very fighty and stuff like that, which is interesting. But I like the whole theme afterwards where she literally is stealth attacking all of her like things by doing her own little shows. Mm-hmm. Or showing up and being very like, you know, no, I'm trying to get like avant-garde or something like that but it was it was cool i enjoyed it it's like the kind of devil's made parada that i would or devil wears parada that i would actually want to watch because i've never watched devil wears parada so yes you have have i yeah, you just saw it oh then i have and yeah, i like I mean this, this devil wears parada is i mean this is basically the same thing it's very similar yeah um, did sarah like because i about to say i feel like this movie was, sarah loved it yeah i sarah thought this one never both loved it I would say a lot of my seamstress friends were very surprisingly into it. Um, yeah. Seeing Emma Stone in general, fuck. There's a scene where, like, the first time she shows up in, like, the, the latex and that. Yeah, that, yeah. I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then later she's tied up to the chair and gagged on, like, fuck. <laughs> know your audience. <laughs> Disney gets it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they yeah. Mm-hmm. They knew their audience with that one. Um. But yeah, I enjoyed this. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, like I knew I was gonna like Quiet Place. I was very surprised. Right. Disappointed. This right. one I did not know I was gonna like, and I no. walked up going. Ah. I was expecting to be like, yeah, this movie was garbage. Yeah, you showed the best parts in the trailer, and and I understand. Like I know why they they you know, you had to do it where she didn't kill the dogs because whatever like if the entire movie had been the same and she'd killed the dogs. The narrative of this whole movie is completely different. Yeah. Um, so I understand how they got her to not kill the dogs. Yeah. That's, you, you can't sell that. <laughs> and I like the idea that their place is like, everyone has their story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So that'll do it for this week's show. We saw the movies in the theater, like two of them. It's the I first time I've seen one since game. Godzilla vs. Kong. It's been the first ones I've seen since, I mean, I saw Scott Pilgrim in the theaters, mm. but that's about it. That's not a real movie. I mean, it's a real movie, but it's not a new movie. No. I've seen it before. Yeah. And there's like four people in the theater. <laughs> God, there were more people for The Dark Knight. Was it really? I mean, we had eight alone. Was it really packed? There were about as many people in The Dark Knight as there were for Cruella. At Shit. Yeah. Like, and that's a 10-year-old movie. So I mean, you got to imagine the margin on like doing those re-releases and stuff like that has to be pretty high if you get in like a high attendance. Well, even, I mean... Let's say it's ten bucks a piece at ten people. So there's a hundred dollars yeah. there. But if you're going to Alamo, every person's spending at least ten a, bucks. At least an additional five to ten bucks at yeah. the bare minimum. So that's you know, two hundred dollars that you made for one showing. Yeah. Because you don't have to they don't pay anything back to the theater or to the uh, to the companies anymore once they're out of out of theaters. They don't have to it's all profit. Is it really? Yeah, they don't have to pay anything 
back. To license to, like, to show it? Yeah, no. They have I feel it. like that'd have to be something to show it again, but it's probably a lot. Imagine, like, the mar- maybe it's the margin. It's a one-time versus a percentage of profits kind of thing. Usually, well, now, granted, this is pre-pandemic, but the way that contracts were, were written were, the like, the first two weeks, which is why they always put such a an emphasis on the first two weeks to see a movie, 90% of the revenue goes back to the studios. Mm. Um, I don't know what it is post-pandemic. Mm. Uh, but as far as I know, once they're they're pulled, unless unless it's an actual studio re-release, the, there's no licensing on it. Like, I think that's part of the contract is once it's pulled, it's public domain. I mean, that would make sense why I feel like I've been seeing a lot more re-releases recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had to bolster their lineup mm-hmm. one way or another. But yeah. Yeah. All right. So that'll do it for episode 401. Um, yeah. It's nice to see movies in the it theater. really nice. Like, I was talking to the girl at AMC. She's uh, We were talking about Corella, and She's like, I want to see Quiet Place. I was like, oh, yeah, I already saw it this morning. She's like... You're seeing the second movie today, and I'm like, dude, this is my, this is my place. Mm-hmm. Like, the last year and a half of not being able to see a movie has been brutal. It's been weird. I like the like I, well, I literally told people that I would see the go to the ocean, I would go in the mountains, or I'd smell desert rain, or I'd go see movies in the theater. Those are like my those are my quiet places. <laughs> those are my places that I go to like really kind of just relax. Yeah, but. I've missed it. Yeah. I still look at people weird, but I've really missed being in the theater. I didn't pee during either movie. I did. I had to pee during Cruella. I didn't pee during either movie. I am so proud of you. Dude, I was like, what? Your butter's like, I know you've been waiting. Don't worry. <laughs> it's it like, is not time. I'm going to take this one out. I'm going I'm to I'm sit this one out. Don't worry about it. You enjoy yourself. Like, uh, man, it's so nice to be back. <laughs> It's so nice to be back. We bought our tickets to Disneyland for Christmas. I didn't know they were opening up. I thought it was still only in California residents. Uh, it is for like the next two weeks. Oh, okay. We bought it for Christmas. Okay. So, um, I didn't know they were opening it at all this year for out of oh, California yeah, yeah. residents. They have to because they got to make that money, man. See, I have tickets next week for Universal Studios. Do you? Yeah, you have to show proof of uh, vaccination. When are you going? Next weekend. Friday through Sunday. I was going to talk to you afterwards. Wow. Thanks for the invite. I wouldn't have gone. Oh, no, it's for a friend's birthday. It's like just me, her, and her husband. So. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gone. Don't worry about it. You would not have gone. <laughs> oh, you know, would have. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that'll do it for this week's show. Maybe. We'll see you next week. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.